just as we're waiting on God, let's continue to wait on him. But listen to this picture that I believe God gave me very clearly for some people here this morning. I want you to imagine a, an alpine stream gushing through a ravine. The force of the water is intense and there's some big rocks in that river. And there's a picture of someone clinging on to the rock with all their strength. They're, they're just trying to fight that stream. And it was when we were singing that song where it said, I think it was like, God, you are perfect in all of your ways. Or, but the key point, it was perfect in all your ways. And the rock that people were clinging on was this sense that, God, I can't acknowledge that. I can't acknowledge that. Something's happened that you're not able to let go of at the moment, where you are not willing to say that, God, you are perfect in all of your ways. And it's because you think there's a different way or God should have handled it differently. And you're not able to, you weren't able to engage with that line when you were singing it. And as that water is gushing past you, God is wanting you to let go of that rock. And you don't know where that river's heading, but he does. And he's going to bring you into a new place, a broad place. And when you get to the bottom of that river, there is a vast lake that is tranquil and beautiful. And you can lie there and you can look around and you can swim. And you can look at the beautiful flowers. And he's just desperate for you to let go of that rock and to acknowledge that he's perfect in all your ways. And you don't see the whole picture right now. And all he wants you to do is let go and lift your arms out and say, I surrender to you, God, that you are perfect. So, Father God, I just declare that word over this place this morning for those people who are struggling, who can only see a part of the picture that you see. Lord, and we declare that there is a beautiful, tranquil lake for us to swim in, and we let go. And if that's you, I just want you to pray out to him. I want you to acknowledge that before him this morning, and his grace is there for you to let go of that rock and to say, Lord, you are perfect in all your ways. And if that's you, I want you to say those words now. Take that step of faith that you are perfect in all your ways, and I acknowledge you. Father God, we acknowledge that you are perfect in all your ways. Oh, hallelujah. Just that sense of I'm a father myself, and I get things wrong. And my dad gets things wrong sometimes as well. And for some of you, you've never known. You've never known your earthly father. And how much more does your Father in heaven love you? And he's saying, don't compare me to any textbook or your own personal experience. Because I am so much more. I'm a good, good Father. That barrier this morning is going to be removed. That barrier this morning which prevents you from accepting this Father God yeah. is going to be removed. This is letting go of that rock which Phil spoke about. You're a good, good Father. It's who you are. Yeah. And I am loved by you. You are loved by your Heavenly Father. You're loved by Him because of who you are. For some weeks now, I've had this word talking about surrender. And I said to God that if it came up in worship, I would come. So it came up. And I think that 
the picture that Phil brought about letting go of the rock into that gushing stream, that's about surrender. It's about not what I can do, it's about what you can do. And the thing that was really in my mind is that we have got a kind of bad idea about surrender. If we think of Robin Hood and William Tell and Harry Wood the Wake, men who refuse to surrender, we make them heroes. But in fact, they were rebels. And one of the things, the opposite to a surrendered spirit is a rebellious spirit. And I have just been aware over the last two weeks how horrible a rebellious spirit is to the Lord. And so I'm thinking surrender means surrender. We call him Lord. Is that word only? We say he's won the victory. But where is the victory if we don't surrender? He's won the victory in us, for us. So let's just lay hold again of what Jesus has done and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what surrender means to you. Yeah, I think that's a confirming word. What I was feeling that stirred my heart as well is God is asking us to surrender and lay things at his feet. The strange Peter and the guys were singing that reset just now. And he took me back to that scripture. I just pulled it up in first um first Kings 17 12. And what I felt God was saying is that He wants to give beauty for ashes, He wants to make a transaction with us. And some people, what they have is too precious. And some people are saying also, what I have is too little. But God is saying, whatever you have, He wants to transact with us. And whatever you give, He will give you something more beautiful. And that scripture in 1 Kings 17, verse 12, it says, This is the widow speaking to the prophet. And surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. And I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And there's a sense when you look at the thing God is asking you for, you're holding on to it. But the Spirit is ministering to you and saying, Hey, you know that can't sustain you past tomorrow. But the thing that He wants to give, the oil that He wants to pour into your jar, the anointing that He wants to bestow upon us, is going to give you life. So if you're only brave enough to surrender and to transact with Him, He will give you beauty for those ashes. So as we encamp in this moment today, don't let this pass you by. Don't let this pass you by. Don't let pride, don't let looking cool for the youths, don't let any insecurity for any one of us keep us from being able to transact with God. So if your seats are restricting you, come forward. Whatever is restricting you, reach out to God today because he's no man's debtor and he will meet our need. good to be in the presence of God things are broken things are being broken but we want to give opportunity for those also who want someone to stand with them and pray some of the leaders will be in the front on your right side just if you want somebody to to, just, to talk to, to confess to to, to ask of God for, for something with, they will stand with you in prayer there, but we're going to camp in this moment there's a presence of God and where God's spirit is there is joy 
and let's find a delight in places like this to be in his presence we have a lot of confirming words coming forward so we want to hear these things and let God do a work in our heart this is not a moment oh guys this is a moment of surrender so let's give him all in this moment and a word from Julia that nobody is excluded God's pointing his fingers and it's you you're not disqualified it's you today today is the day let us not be shy in coming forward if you want to stand with you in prayer then come to the front right now just want to hear from Jane as well What I saw was Phil's picture of the person was just holding onto the boulder, you know, d d trying not to go with the rapids, and um, and then I could it turned into a picture of them holding onto this. This boulder was their thing that they wouldn't surrender, and um, they were holding onto it tightly, protecting it from God, saying, you know, no, I'm, you can't have this. I'm keeping this one, and. Um, God's saying, no, you know, he can reach in and he won't force you to give it up, but just loosen your grip, let go, and he'll, he'll take it from you. It'll be a smooth transaction. You won't be left with a void, but it will be replaced with his love, joy, peace, and, and all you've got to do is surrender it. He'll do the rest. On Tuesday... Neil reminded us of this verse. God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but of power, yeah. of love, and of a sound mind. Yeah. I had a real fresh revelation that I might not feel very sound of mind. I can feel irrational, paranoid, and even crazy. But I can feel, and I can feel like I have nothing to give. But God's spirit is in me, and it is of sound mind. It is powerful, and it can love even when I feel I can't. So no matter where I am, how I feel, the spirit of God is in me. And God will use me in his plan and for his purpose. For too long have I read the Psalms of others and robbed you of the opportunity to hear my own. And so, Lord, I stand before you today and declare with my own voice the praise which I should have shared long ago and the praise which is rightfully yours every day of the life that you have given me. It's the praise of an abandoned heart, the praise of a surrendered life that recognizes that all I have is yours. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. I declare that you are my source and my strength. And I love you. Oh, how I love you. And I love you. Oh, how I love you. I just feel that there is an anointing that God wants to release upon us as a community. An anointing of new worship. Yeah. An ability to express from the bottom of your heart psalms yes. and spiritual songs. Yes. For you artisans, that you might make tapestries and sculptures yes. and paintings. As people have done before, inspired by the hand to glorify the King of Kings. And so, I just ask that... Lord, you would bring something afresh upon us, that we stand here before you open-hearted. Lord God, with an abandoned heart surrendered to you. And Father, I ask that you move amongst us and release a new anointing for psalms, poems, songs, yeah. pictures, yes, tapestries, 
that there will be a new arts expression that comes through from us, yeah. that worships you and praises your name. Oh, we cry out to you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Praise be to your name. Yes, Spirit, move upon us. God's yes, showing me a picture of the room master bus. And uh, maybe some people came this morning, you weren't at the bus stop, you weren't planning to get the bus. But God doesn't want any of us to miss the bus. And the good thing about the room master is even when it's moving, you can run and you can jump on the back. And so God's still encouraging you, he doesn't want you to miss the bus, but you can jump on. Um, I feel that God's telling us to to be able to um, declare victory from what in our perspective is a losing battle. That God's saying to us, you know what, I want you to look at the situation now that, that you see not move or move backwards and declare the victory because I have overcome. It's not waiting yeah. to, to see everything as you want to see it. It's declaring now because we can live in that, yes. in that place. And I think that's going to be breakthrough for some people today if you take that position. You are Victoria. Okay, we heard a tongue earlier, so this is the interpretation. It's uh, that uh, tongue that Sheila spoke out of. Oh, God is saying, you know, if your foot is slipping, surely if you call out to me, my hand will reach out and lift you up and prevent you from falling. Yes. Yes, Lord. I'm the God of the raging torrent. I'm the God on the breeze. Who do you say I am? I'm the God that brings life. I'm the God that spoke things into being. Who do you say I am? I'm the God of the miraculous. I'm the God that knows every hair upon your head. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? I'm the God without limits. The God without limits. The God that can change everything in a moment. But who do you say that I am? I am the Lion of Judah. I am the Prince of Peace. Yes. I am your provider. Yes. I am your healer. Yes. Jesus. I am the creator. Jesus. Who do you say that I am? 
That's our answer to the question that Mark raised. He is Lord. Lord. Lord yeah. Amen. That's our declaration. That's our answer. He is Lord. God has given him that place of ultimate authority. And we make that choice mm. to give him that place of rule and authority. Amen? Amen. 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 Right, let's-